Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is the Bob Cordaro Show podcast. WILK News Radio. Thanks, Frank. Great good morning, everyone. It is 10.06 a.m. in Northeast Pennsylvania, this beautiful Wednesday, July 26, 2023, the height of summer. This is the Bob Cadaro Show, and I am he. It is a big day to fight for America, defend our values, and honor the brave who have made us and kept us free. So with history, our great founding fathers, and the incomparable Constitution of the United States of America as our guides, let us continue today's battle. Well, we adjourn briefly, but we reconvene. The Club for Common Sense. I bang the gavel that the slabjacker gave me. The Club for Common Sense continues. The Sanctuary of Sanity is still available to you here on the Bob Cadaro Show. And the people who have made us and kept us free, well, let's name a few. A few that we lost at the end of June. Joseph Hart, Scranton. United States Navy, serving on the USS America. Veteran of the Vietnam War. He's got surviving children. Had a career at Tobahanna Army Depot after his military service. Brian Graves, Springville. Sergeant Brian Graves, E-5, United States Marine Corps, 1989 to 1995, eight and a half months at sea during Desert Storm. Michael Tulanowski, Freeland, served in the U.S. Navy in the Philippines during the Vietnam War. He did something fascinating in the military. It was Operative and Preventative Maintenance, Atomic, Biological, and Chemical Warfare. He then went on to a career of Tobihanna at Tobihanna Army Depot as well, where he traveled the world, as I told you last hour. Richard Schomburg, Scranton, survived by his wife of 57 years, Judith. United States Navy veteran. Worked at Animistat. And he was a barbershop singer, survived by six sons. Edward Abedinsky, West Scranton, United States Naval Reserves, and a proud United States Army veteran of the Korean War. He was 87. Had a career at Axo Nobel Salt Company. 
and its successors. And then a man I knew well, Patrick Zwanch, Peckville. Not only did he serve in the United States Navy, he was a Pennsylvania State Trooper and a councilman in Blakely Borough for 31 years and just an all-around active guy. He has three sons or three children surviving him, grandchildren, all that. These are good people, I'm telling you. They really are, and we're losing them. We're losing them. I, I, I don't want to get down over that, but uh, it, it's hard to believe. We, you know, I, I'm doing six veterans a day. Could we be replacing them? Now, this is just in Northeast Pennsylvania. Imagine how many veterans we're losing nationwide. And by the way, thank you always to my friend Joan Hadawanitz, a veteran herself. I initially was doing the obituaries because I'm afraid of her. You know, she was in military intelligence, and we don't know what she's capable of. The military did. But uh, now, I, I, as much as you don't want to read the obituaries, and they do call them the Irish sports pages, but... Um, you just, um, I don't know, you, you, it makes me very reflective to read these names, to look at these obituaries, to look at their, you know, what is set aside as their story at their passing. The hour, This hour of the program brought to you by Dunmore Lumber Company, 622 South Blakely Street in Dunmore. They... Um, Beat the big box blues every day for their customers. You go see Ron. You go see Gary. You go see Michelle, Daryl, Hank. Pull right up. Pull right up. We don't have to block park in acres of cars. Just pull right up. Ask the advice you need. Let them figure out what the product you need. If you're a contractor, you send your order in advance. They'll they'll fill it up. They'll have it ready. You cannot beat the convenience. And they will compete on price, service, and selection with the big box. And then the Marjan Golf Course. And I look, at, I'm a country club golfer. I was at Scranton Country Club. I was at uh, uh, Glenmar. And I go to those places, you know, often. But I've made Marge on my home course. It's the best bargain in golf. And you cannot beat that pavilion for food and ambiance and cocktails and just relaxation. And it's a tremendous event space. You can throw your party at the Marjan. You will, you will absolutely love it. Uh, one of our friends of the show telling us that the, the, the Democrats that are sticking with this are Tories. They're like the Tories in the in the Revolutionary War. I don't disagree with you. I just I, I look at it and I and I look at these people, many of whom I know, but then you look at the talking heads because I've got to watch um, the other cable shows. 
And I, I think to myself, could, could they actually be thinking this? Could they actually believe what they're saying? Whether it is on policy or about the Bidens and their corruption or about the constitutional issues involved with these indictments of Trump. I I don't know. I, I, I well but then I go back and say, well, they couldn't be pursuing the policies they're pursuing if they weren't A stupid. B incredibly unaware of reality, of facts, of truth. Guaranteeing willfully so. Because the history of government control of people's lives has not been good. I, I, I mean, do you want power that badly? That you don't care what happens to your fellow man. I mean, is John Fetterman, you name the person. Do they want power that bad? That badly? That all of this insanity can be justified somehow, some way. Now, you have a whole uh, media which followed the Scranton Times, which actually had a meeting. Now, this was before Trump was um, in office for very long, and but it was after the uh, his election defeat of Hillary Clinton. And they had a meeting and said, is it our duty to report the news objectively when the result is Donald Trump? And they decided, they made a conscious decision, no, our job is to fashion events no matter what we have to do. And I'm not, I'm not even mincing words. I, I'm obviously not using their exact words. But whatever we have to write, whatever we have to say, We need to say it in order to mold the present people's minds and the future. We're no longer journalists. We are advocates. And and they made a conscious decision. And, And so as the New York Times goes, well, then you have the Lilliputians like the Scranton Times, the Citizen's Voice, Hazel and Standard Speaker, and the people who work there, and, and all over the place, even the Washington Post, they follow like puppy, like lapdogs, whatever the New York Times, however they lead, as do all the networks. They always did. But at least there was some good, some logic, some truth and fact and reality in the New York Times. I used to read it. I still do on occasion. I love the Saturday crossword puzzle, I confess. So I look at what the enemy is doing. But conscious decision to deceive you, to manipulate you, was made 
in the light of Donald Trump defeating Hillary Clinton. Now, how... Let's use the word. How insane do you have to be to make that pivot and to have everybody go along with you? Now, this is not in their opinion columns. They were always awful. This is in their reportage. Their their straight, supposed straight look at the news. So their news reportage was intentionally biased, and all the Lilliputians followed. Scranton Times, newspaper, newspapers all over the country. They said, oh, well, let's be like the big boys. It's just like, by the way, it's just like we watched Paige Cognetti in Scranton with an environmental justice council while she can't build a pool for three years. <laughs> it's the same disease. It's the same problem, the same affliction. Mm. Isn't that scary? All right, we'll take a break. Bob Cadaro, W-I-L-K, the shall return. All right, some housekeeping and important um, things. I, I criticize the Scranton Times, but I'll tell you, I like their sports department. They got a lot of great people working at the Scranton Times and, and Citizens Voice, no doubt about it. Uh, their editorial is for gar- it's just garbage, but they made a decision, and I got to give the editorials uh, credit for this. They have a big front front page about the death of uh, my old coach, my son's coach, and Dunmore coach Jack Enzes, and I think it is great. Donnie Collins wrote it. Good stuff. Very, very happy they did that. Uh, Look forward to reading it in depth later. And uh, David DeCosmo tells me that back in June, uh, an old friend of the station, W-I-L-K, name of Fred Vopper. You knew him as Fred Williams. He passed away in June. And um, his name was, his real name was Fred Vopper. But David points out, and I remembered these. uh, He died in June. Fred was the guy, and I think he was a thousand percent wrong, but he led the fight to keep the Wilkes-Barre Arena from being built via public funds. Thousand percent wrong. But but Fred took positions, and he was a great broadcaster. And uh, as um, he got he got this radio station involved in a number of lawsuits too, but uh, which is probably what why he ended up leaving. But uh, he will also be remembered, says David, for airing a private phone conversation that someone else recorded involving a school union official who threatened violence against a school board member. Fred Williams passing away on us. By the way, my friend Locks text in. <clears throat> Sorry about Coach Hens's passing. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me, so I got stories with Coach Hens's. Th- this one time, um, I don't know if I did it on purpose or subconsciously or whatever, 
but I, I would take my time getting, you know, putting my uniform on. So we were leaving for a game in Riverside. And uh, Hensis gets on the bus, and they're going, Kadaro's not here yet, Coach. Kadaro's not here yet. He goes, let's go. <laughs> and he pulled the bus out. So I hear the bus pulling away from the locker room. So I come down with my uh, pants around my ankles trying to chase the bus, and I had to get a ride down there. I had to get a ride down to the game. <laughs> I have, I'll be as as uh, Coach Enzis' um, services and all that unfold. I'll, I guess I'll tell you a few more. They're sort of funny, and I'll I'll keep them short because I don't want to uh, bore you on these. But thank you, David DeCosmo, and thank you, Scranton Times, for putting Coach Enzis on the front page of the paper and the front page of the sports page because it's well deserved. All right, Bob from Hazelton, you've been patient. How are you, my friend? I'm dandy. Uh, what, <laughs> That's good to hear. <laughs> yeah, what what I have for you is uh, with the people with the president and also with uh, Senator Fetterman, I would say to the Democrats, go to the new Indiana Jones movie and watch Harrison Ford. <laughs> that guy's 81 years old, and he's acting in a movie. I mean, he has to memorize the script, even if they do more than one take. You have two guys that can't read a teleprompter, <laughs> or they don't know where they're at. And I mean, I was sitting in the movie, and that's what I, I was thinking about that, and I thought, Jesus Louise, this is crazy. And, like- you know, it, but, you know, like for anybody that says they don't see anything wrong with them, Right, there's an 81 year old guy that's making movies. I mean, it, granted, he has stunt doubles and everything else, but he could read the script and he memorizes. Has to memorize the script. Amen. Right? It's not completely an age thing. And no, you know, when they throw this ageism bullshit out, come on, stop it. The guy is an incompetent, doddering fool. He was never bright to begin with. He was always a mediocrity. Now he's president of the United States. He's so far over his head when in his most capable days that now it's just embarrassing. Well, when you see the different clips of him, like on the one, you don't know how to leave the stage. Ugh. Really? You know, or I, I was watching something and they were showing uh, the clips were, I think, on YouTube. And like that, he was, you know, all the, all the different blips that he yep. did. And it's comical. And then you think there's Harrison Ford, 81 years old, Indiana Jones. Really? Uh, Joe Biden, in front of the Israeli president last week, was so embarrassing and so incomprehensible. He just went into, I couldn't believe it. And this is, this is in front of world leaders of consequence. And this guy is just a fool. He's finished. Yeah, I saw the one clip where he's talking, and he said, "Well, you know, the plane, they're, they're going to fly over." Really? <laughs> I mean, it's like, I, but for anybody like to argue the point, I mean, I have friends that will argue, and oh, there's nothing wrong. Like, what the hell are you looking at? How could is he? Then you know, it's what I was talking about earlier today, Bob. 
then you know to not discuss anything with them of any substance because they're gone. They talk about cherry uh, pie, the weather, football, whatever. I like to get them going, rev them up, <laughs> and then leave. Because we have a guy in the morning that where we go for coffees, and he's the only Democrat, and like, you can make him go from zero to 100 like in a heartbeat. And what, it, it's how does, justif- how does he justify his own stupidity? Because he's 81. And what? And so what? He, he's I, having, I know, but he's he just, there having a conversation, speaking actual English. You would think he'd be able to point. He, you'd think he'd be offended that Joe Biden can't talk. He doesn't like Donald Trump because a company that he worked for uh, when they were building a casino in Atlantic City, the company went bankrupt, and those guys didn't get paid. And he hates Donald Trump. Okay. But, but, when Hillary ran against Donald Trump, he don't like, he don't think women should be in office, so he voted for Donald Trump, and I mean, we busted so bad. <laughs> you voted for the guy. Oh. But it, it's the, it's the, 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 it's the, it's comical. And I mean, we just, like, the guys, like, Bob, getting I, on I'll him. I'll tell you, I gotta be honest, I like him already. <laughs> oh, he's, he's great. I mean, like, you know, you don't think the way I think. And, well, nobody thinks the way you think. Well, because you're not thinking. <laughs> Absolutely. And then, I mean, he'll get mad and get up and, well, I had enough for this, and he leaves. He goes home, but then he's back the next day for more. Love it. Love it. Oh, gosh. But it, that's the fun of it. <laughs> right but anyway, that, the Democrats should go to see Harrison Ford and, and, see, and see now. Yeah, see an 80-something, uh, yeah. an octogenarian. And then you're a guy acting, yeah. and then you have a president that can't read a teleprompter. <sighs> I know we're in we're in scary territory. That, and who is the most corrupt president we've ever had? Well, yeah, that's that's like a whole nother story. Yeah, that that's just incredible. <laughs> well, Bob, thank you very much. Always a pleasure. <laughs> All right, when you yeah, bye And tell him I I gave a personal hello. I like okay. <laughs> right. I'm actually going to pick him up now. <laughs> you tell him I tell him I may even love him. I might. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Take yeah, care. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye bye. We'll take a break and be back with the weather. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. 
the biggest sports radio stations in the country, providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams, all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives, streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Thanks, Jason Aldean. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from meteorologist Jeremy Lawan. Today, patchy morning fog, then sunny and hot, high of 90. Tonight, fair and mild, low of 72. Thursday, mix of clouds and sun with a chance of on and off thunderstorms on that day, high of 92. Friday through Sunday, cloudy, chance of thunderstorms. Temperatures hovering around 94. So I guess this uh, will count as a legitimate heat wave. By the way, we've had them before. <laughs> it's a funny thing when um, the, the the climate alarmists, they, remember we would tell them, you know, people would, not we, I, uh, but there'd be an argument, look at the, look at the cold weather. There's no global warming. And they would say, it's not about weather. Now it's about weather. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? We've never had 90 degree days before? We've never had 100 degree days before? And I've told you that uh, the fact is that the temperature is the same now as it was in 1896 here in North America. So, I mean... <laughs> Oh, Lord. And then, by the way, and everything they're prescribing for climate change is worse for the environment. And those who are leading the charge telling you what you're not going to have and how much more you're going to pay for a water heater and a car and all of that, they are all breaking all those rules. It's a it's an amazing thing. They, look at it again. If the left did not have lies and hypocrisy, they'd have nothing. They really wouldn't. Now, Mary Regina sent in Mother Teresa for today. And I want to remind you, today is the feast day of St. Anne's. I've got to stop up there for at least a few minutes today. Up in West Scranton. Uh... Feast of St. Anne's started on the 19th, culminating today, the 26th. But Mother Teresa, St. Teresa for today, St. Anne's Feast Day. I feel that we too often focus on the negative aspects of life, on what is bad. If we were more willing to see the good and the beautiful things that surround us, we would be able to transform society. It begins in the family. From there, we can help transform our next-door neighbors with loving service, than others who live in our neighborhood and city. We can bring peace and love to the world. The whole world is hungry for these things, and we can each play a small role in feeding this great hunger. Now, when she says talks about peace, I always have to put in a proviso, and, uh, you know, it's actually blasphemous that I do, because she's, she, she walked the walk and talked the talk. Mother Teresa. Uh, There's evil in the world. And she's missing that very important point. You know, when when you hear like Imagine by John Lennon, those kind of things, they're missing evil in the world. 
There's bad people on micro and macro levels. There's bad people, evil people running countries with big militaries, with nuclear weapons. Bad people with big police states. Our Constitution is set up to avoid them or to repel them if we discover them. Which is why the bad people, the evil people, the left wants to destroy the Constitution because that's how they can take over. Okay? That's how they're, that's how they work it. That's how they have to do it. But thank you, Mother Teresa, nevertheless. And, uh, guys, just please remember they were wrong that we were running out of oil and natural gas. They were wrong about the ozone layer. They were wrong about population explosion that we'd all be starving. By the way, all of these things should have happened decades ago, according to these people. They are wrong about everything. I can't emphasize that enough. John Kerry is wrong about everything. I'm surprised he doesn't put his underwear on backwards. Seriously. They're wrong about everything. Don't say, well, well, you know, and we could compromise. No, we can't compromise with complete idiots. With liars and hypocrites. It can't be done. If someone thinks that this sentence for Hunter Biden, this plea deal for Hunter Biden, is reasonable, they're wrong about everything. That's almost a guarantee. I wouldn't trust them if they told me it was daylight. Once they tell me that. So so that's why the climate alarmists are wrong about the solution to the perceived problem. And I say perceived intentionally. Of course their solutions are going to be false. They don't even know what they're talking about. John Kerry's the guy who didn't have a private plane. Oh, well, my wife did. Oh, you know what I mean? This is who we're talking about. Don't forget it. We'll take a break. We'll come back. The Rolling Stones, this date, 1969, exploding up the charts, says Murph, with their hit Honky Tonk Woman. And I'm going to remind you, we're going to finish with Mick Jagger. Because on this date, 1943, he was born in Dartford, Kent, England. We're going to finish with Jumpin' Jack Flash, one of my favorite Stone songs. Maybe my favorite. But that's the deal here. Uh, <laughs> that's probably Carrie's problem all, all along. His underwear's on backwards. I think it is. Another said, uh, text him, Bob, you're comparing the law of man to the law of God. Well, I don't think John Lennon was doing the law of God, by the way. But uh, Mother Teresa... Uh, lives in the law of God. It's truly the better way to live and look at things 
100%. I, I don't disagree with you, but then you need those of us who look at and call out evil and react to it and fight it. Because without that, frankly, the Mother Teresas of the world couldn't survive either. Just so you know. But you're you're right 100% because what Mother Teresa uh, could do and did, and her life proves it, is that she could live only in regard to a heavenly purpose. That's why she's a saint, and deservedly so. All right, let's go. Jerry, can you hold for a minute? Because we got this Bloomberg uh, Money Minute report coming up. Yep. You can yep, hold? I can. Okay, great. Yep. Great. I appreciate your patience. Somebody texted in, I used to listen to Fred Williams. What do you say he was wrong about the arena? Fred did not want public funding for the arena, and it wasn't even funding. It was public guarantee of the loans for the arena. And if you recall, it delayed the arena's construction for a couple of years. He led the charge. And on top of delaying the construction of the arena, it cut down the size of the arena, which has affected the level of shows that will uh, can go there. We lost at least 1,500, maybe even 2,000 seats because of Fred's opposition and leading that opposition. Back after this, this day, 1970, Jimi Hendrix played in his hometown of Seattle, Washington for the last time. Murph chose all along the watchtower to commemorate that. And in 2002, and this is why George Bush goes down as, among the reasons, George Bush goes down as a poor president. And I like him a lot. I still do. But on this date, in that year, the Republican-led House voted 295 to 132 to create an enormous Department of Homeland Security, the biggest government reorganization in decades, and it made everything worse, as could have been predicted at the time. And by the way, as was predicted at the time. Tom Ridge, our own governor, left the governorship. I, I, I was at the inauguration of Mark Schweiker. The lieutenant governor, as he became the governor, and as Governor uh, Ridge said goodbye. And I liked Ridge a lot. His fault that this thing was created, this monstrosity. And remember why it was created. This this will point to you the concept that I discuss constantly. 9-11 happened... Because the intelligence agencies were overlapping and didn't communicate with themselves and each other. So now we want to get have another bureaucracy on top of that. And now we got, and see, here's, here's the unintended consequence. We get a disgrace like Alexander Mayorkas as the head of Homeland Security. And the entire homeland is in danger because of the Department of Homeland Security. Man. All right, Jerry, you've been patient. Thank you for holding, Jerry. How are you? I'm doing well, Bob. And yourself? I'm doing great. Thank you.
Uh, you know, with all this climate change and, you know, they're blaming the cows and the cow farts <laughs> and the gas and, uh, why is it that we don't hear about the, and I'm not sure of the exact number of volcanoes that they found in the Pacific ocean over the last six months. I, I want to say about 12,000 volcanoes. It's, it's even in, I think it's like 18,000 Mark, Mark okay. who was a local climatologist has been keeping us abreast on all that. By the way, Jerry, you point that out. It's <laughs> it's only the new ones that they found. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's yes, yes. more, and that's what's warming the oceans. Uh-huh. And uh, also, uh, you don't hear about the marine uh, mammals that are dying out in New Jersey, New York, because of all the windmills that they're yep. putting out there. Yep. Uh, astonishing it's even, amount. It's not even covered other than Fox. It's not even covered. Yep. Nope. I know. I know. It's sad. It's sad. Uh, so that's the only two things that I wanted to, to point out and uh, remind everyone that, uh, you know, uh, it's Jerry, the volcano. Do, do you think that John Kerry wears his underwear on backwards? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he does. <laughs> he might wear it on his head for all I know. Have a good day. All right, Bye. Jerry. Thanks for checking in. Yeah, this is what Mark Markavich has been telling us. And thank you, Jerry, for pointing that out. It is getting out there, the information. They're lying to you. It's that simple. They're making it up. And the consequences are all yours. By the way, two... Um, Soup can says, Bob, I like W, but listening back, he sounds less than brilliant. No, he, he, uh, he, no, he's a very, very sharp guy. Was in his company, I don't know, 10, 11 times. And very quick, very sharp. But he just saw things, I don't want to say in a messianic way, he saw things black and white. And when he was doing that, he missed a lot of black and white. Like, here's the consequences of more government, President Bush. By the way, something I want to point out. Yesterday at the end of the program, Nikki had a couple of guests coming in. And uh, they came in, Dave and, and Ray. And they were her guests yesterday. And they gave myself and Nikki these beautiful carved flags. And Nikki's going to put it on the website, the picture. But it says Veterans Promise, where the uh, stars are. And then it says the 1SG William E. Davis Patriot Award honors a community asset business, nonprofit, or government agency representative who has provided outstanding service to veterans and their families, WILK 103.1 FM, The Bob Cadaro Show. I uh, was so honored and flattered with that. The only problem I have with it is that it has, uh, you know, the little uh, brackets that you hang it by. It has them on each side, which means I'm going to get it. I need somebody better than me to hang it. <laughs> if it was one, even I could put it in the middle and have it balanced. But thank you so much for that. It was it was great.
It really was great. Dave Reagan, uh, who I've known for a bit. And uh, my nephew from Carbondale, somebody texted in, is an air marshal. Very proud of him. Homeland Security, great work. Air marshals existed before Department of Homeland Security. And yes, we're damn proud of our U.S. marshals and our air marshals. Not even, no question about it. Did he need another bureaucracy on top of him to help him perform his job? And the coordination that Homeland Security was supposed to bring about and that the director of national intelligence was was supposed to bring about within the intelligence community, it's failed miserably. I'm not talking about the, 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 the vast majority of good people who are in these positions. I'm talking about this bureaucracy, which squelches their innovation, creativity, and their ability to take action. All right. Bob Cadaro, with his time, it's over, over um, news, way over the news time. Brian Hughes is chomping at the bit. We got to get to him. Let's let him let do the news, and then we shall return for our third great hour. WYLK News Radio. This is the Bob Cordaro Show Podcast. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus ATT and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.